podcast. I am your host, Jaime Garcia, and guys, we're live, kind of. What's up, Jaime? Thanks for having us. Uh, from Laguna Seca, and we got Carlos. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having us, Jaime. <laughs> Valencia, he's fresh out. Valencia, of Valencia, better is check not yourself. Here. Just not here. Uh, Valenzuela is here. Thank uh, you. Then we have Carla, fresh from announcing. Hello, thank you for having me. And we have Baker as well from uh, Mid Atlantic. The beast from the east. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Steve is also going to be sharing the mic with. Uh, How you doing? Good man. <laughs> so, I'm just really excited to be here. This is my first nationals, and you know. Uh, it's just kind of wild to see everybody here and to have a good representation of all of Honda Challenge. And, you know, I, I wish we were all racing the same group, um, but, you know, it is what it is. So Carlos has to win uh, his class. So Yeah, I totally agree with you, Jaime. I, I really wish that Honda Challenge was just one big party. I, I'm so against the H1 two four five whatever the hell they're doing it's terrible um <laughs> yeah i can go on and on about it but yeah um don't be shy about it <laughs> <laughs> I, I can go on but but anyway so I, go ahead take the stage baker oh about uh the different honda challenge groups yeah yeah i mean like you drove all the way out here to the west coast and this is your first time to laguna seca right correct yeah I mean, what, what Carlos is talking about, I think out east, a lot of us have converted from H4 to H2. H1 isn't super prevalent. There's guys who have even moved down mm -hmm. to H2 to try to make Honda Challenge one big group. So I'm a big fan of that. You know, everyone gets more contingency money. It makes it more of a united front for rules and things like that so and more people to play with because that, that yep. at the end of the day like even if you're first or second or fifth or sixth as long as you have somebody to race with it's what's going to make it fun yeah so i understand you guys kind of split here but hopefully eventually we'll eventually. all agree on one yeah. we're gonna make this happen one way or the other i i mean eventually our distributors are just going to give out and there's going to be no <laughs> i'm going to run out of crx parts <laughs> so. so you had an interesting uh quali race um we're we're fresh off of this quali race it's already night we're relaxing we're getting ready for the race tomorrow um what you think of uh laguna seca yeah i mean it's um i i think a lot of people have played on video games with laguna seca myself included um i thought i kind of had it sorted out but coming here <laughs> it's a lot more hilly and um three-dimensional just comes to mind mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's a lot tougher than you think and it's very physical the, the corkscrew lives up to its reputation mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun, but I've been learning a lot and, uh, I, I'm excited about tomorrow. We didn't maybe perform as well as we wanted to today, but we can get into kind of maybe what led <laughs> us to not being ready, uh, and, and, uh, just being happy to be out there for the qualifying race. So getting mm -hmm. third place was, um, was great. All things considered. Yeah. I mean, Texas really came hard, uh, with their group and of course, Scott Adams after nationals, uh, in Daytona has a grudge and really wants to show up from last time because he did uh, qualify P1 uh, for today's quali race and last year he did the same thing but however wasn't able to um, complete um, the win over at Daytona so I know he's hungry to get a, a chance to redeem himself yep and I mean he he showed up with a great package he's uh proved some people wrong on uh, the RSX, yeah. which is, I mean, that's really cool just to see. And, and that's what we talked about earlier, yeah. you know, putting a, uh, maybe an under-tried car in a very competent driver's hand yeah. and someone who knows how to set it up and see what they really can do. And he's, yeah. he's shown that it is very competitive. And I mean, we, we've been talking about like our experiences, but Carla's been watching us from the booth and uh, announcing everything. So how has it been um, announcing and going with the live stream and just being in the background of getting this whole show under control? It's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> it's much rather drive. <laughs> oh, man. So 
Carlos, uh, you got P1 in the quali race. Why do you think you were able to just smash on everybody all over again? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think what made the difference, because I, I don't know if you followed the lap times. We were mm. all close. Yeah. We were so close. I think what made the difference is uh, when we took the green, we had those ST6 cars in front of us. Oh. <clears throat> and I said, fuck this. And I just drove through them. <laughs> <laughs> with no remorse and i knew that was going to be it like i had a if i could just aggressively make my way past all those cars it, our car is kind of unreliable if something happens i'll have that cushion and th that was my game plan and it kind of worked out yeah i mean definitely creating space is, is huge and very I, important I was talking to our sponsor from dnd and <clears throat> at the um uh, so right before the race, I told them, you know, I got to be real careful at the start because there's going to be some some slower cars in front of us, and I got to be real patient, and hopefully I get lucky. And he says, you need to make your own luck, and you need to make your own opportunities, so get out there and make that happen. And oh, I'm like, yes. yes, sir. <laughs> so, so that's what I did. And definitely watching from um, the broadcast booth, I mean, must have been really exciting, wasn't it? Well... It's uh, it's difficult because um, you know I'm heavily involved in Carlos' program, and whenever he's driving, um, that's always my priority. Um, unless I'm also happening to be driving at the same time, and obviously I need to focus on driving. But um, yeah, it's just it's uh, it's tricky. I mean, I'm working the commentating and pit reporting and stuff this weekend, so it's just you know doing my job there and also like any chance i got just checking race hero mm -hmm. trying to watch the live stream as i'm you know working the live stream <laughs> just trying to get any information that i can on how he's doing mm -hmm. um you know obviously i was concerned leading up to the race a lot because he had almost everything working against him going into the race yeah i mean the crx is a literal underdog in the class and i mean we really got to give a shout out for NASA for really trying at this event and you know it's it's really showing uh, how how much they've leveled up in terms of uh, this event because the broadcasting I mean they got you a Range Rover like they are really <laughs> not spending like leaving it makes her voice smoother <laughs> the, the Range Rover yeah <laughs> just to clarify to everyone she doesn't sound this smooth all the time but as soon as the mics went live it was like whoa Carla 2.0 <laughs> I mean that that's uh, what the Range will do for, uh, for you <laughs> that's the Range Rover life yeah. no I uh, I guess they have a shortage of cars at the airport so when I landed they didn't have the car that I wanted or paid for or whatever so i uh it's either that or it's range rover and a mini cooper oh of course and i was like please don't give me a mini cooper <laughs> <laughs> i can't, can't show up to the racetrack with that no offense to mini cooper drivers but it was yeah. automatic and yeah. She only a fancy P3 drivers. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another story. That is another story. <laughs> so, Baker, um, I remember you talked to me about a tire issue that you had towing up here. And uh, yeah. were you able to get that sorted out? And it, like, actually, what happened? Because it looked like the tire was together. It wasn't a blowout. So, so obviously, you know, 3,000 miles all the way across by myself in my poor old Duramax. It's not old, I shouldn't say it, but uh, I was driving along and I mean, it's, you know, the roads throughout the states are all different. I, I don't even, I think we were, I say, I say we, me and the car uh, were coming through New Mexico or something like that. And um, it's uh, just all of a sudden started to wobble and then it got more and worse and worse. And eventually I just pulled over and, uh, you know, I'm looking for a flat, I'm looking for a big rock or something and eventually I found that uh, on one of the truck tires the left front it had this enormous bulge out of it and I figured out that it was a broken belt I called Chris and uh, started talking about it and you know no surprise to him it, I mean no no hatred toward Goodyear but apparently that is a common thing so uh, Damn. I swapped it at a gas station um, luckily, you know, I've got full tools in the in the trailer there and uh, just swapped it real quick And then we had two tires shipped here for the truck and we got one uh, Luckily mounted balanced and uh, now I've got a spare and and the spare for the way home. Oh awesome. So you were able to get us um, yes, All sir. sorted out. Yeah, we're better. We're safer than ever. 
All right, cool. Because I remember your wheel was like a 20-inch wheel, so yeah. there was some like... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Same 35 bucks as if you put a 13-inch wheel down there. <laughs> They're just happy to take your 35 bucks. Yeah, so now you know Chris holds it 20-inch strong. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, what's your vibe now that you've gotten to meet, like, Carlos me carla like actually in person and yeah. no like not like through instagram and text messaging right yeah i mean this is this is an amazing experience you know i, I don't know how tomorrow's gonna pan out but i'm gonna go home with a smile on my face no mm -hmm. matter what you know i i've i've been talking to people like dane for years mm -hmm. um i've heard of scott scott adams i i've had a relationship mm -hmm. you know learning with you and doing the podcast and then you know learning about carlos and like just putting a a face to the name and you know yeah and establishing a relationship and you know I, I hope to continue a relationship with the Texans too and mm -hmm. Marcel like the, it's just been a great experience for me and I, I have high hopes for tomorrow but I'm not gonna go home with my head down if I don't get the the you know the position I, I want or whatever I'm gonna be happy so up to now where does this rank on your Nationals experience Oh, that's really tough. I mean, that's gonna that that, that always ends with uh, you know what which which trophy or lack thereof did you take home? But uh, um, I would say up into this point, this is probably one of my favorites. That, you know, just socially, awesome. Um, it's been probably the most. Uh, you know, I, I literally just brought one friend all the way across the country <laughs> on a flight, and I didn't know pretty much anyone else here. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been very social, probably more than more than usual. And good, um, I, I've really had a great time. Awesome. Yeah, we weren't gonna let him be a loner. Oh no. <laughs> and if I may interject there, I think Baker has one of the craziest stories too, leading up to the race, also at the race. I mean, this guy. I've been trying to interview him myself for the broadcast and it just hasn't really worked out. I don't get to choose a mm -hmm. lot of things, but this guy has a real dedication. He has a real story here at the race. I think he probably qualified the race concussed. Yeah, you're not far off. Uh, I mean, we're we're looking right now and uh, yeah, you have a yeah, little bit talk of a about band this thing that yeah. we can't avoid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was I was looking at some data um, from from the last session and I actually was literally calling Chris I know there's a common theme here um, and uh, I called him and I remembered oh I'm in an aluminum box ie my trailer let me step outside and as I stood up to get better cell phone reception I knocked my head on oh. my cabinet and uh, I closed my eyes you know as I did it to like protect whatever at an instinct and as I reopened them I saw a flash of blood and what felt like someone dumping water on my head which was just oh. the amount of blood uh, and mind you this is 20 minutes before we're supposed to leave jesus um so yeah i uh my, my buddy joe scrambled got me a wad of paper towels and we jammed it in my helmet and uh, got me out there we made it to grid on time and uh, lo and behold uh we got p1 in that session which was you know just an amazing thing to tell and as carla hinted uh, you know i kept asking me joe was on the radio how do you feel how do you feel and i said i'm like 80 percent right now but oh, it's shit. good enough and uh yeah got in and i think scott adams looked me in the eye and could tell like i wasn't all there and got me mm -hmm. water and you know I oh think, that's good um, yeah it was it was a good good like heartwarming mm -hmm. kind of thing and they got me out of impound i went to medical and they they gave me a, a warm and fuzzy that i it wasn't as bad as i thought and, okay yeah now now i'm all good okay good yeah i didn't know the like whole backstory obviously i'm looking at you and i can see that there's like two bandages on you so uh yeah wow yeah and then of course this morning didn't go well we found we had a completely broken rear trailing arm um, yeah i don't know if you want to get into that now or later yeah i mean um so how did you know that there was a broken trailer uh, okay line. so i was here on wednesday by myself and uh i remember like i always kind of like rock the wheels when when i have the, the backup and just make sure that like the bearing feels good okay and it was a weird like movement that i could get out of the left rear and uh i, I was i like kind of went under there and looked at everything checked everything and i bolt checked everything and everything was fine and then i kind of did the same checkup uh this morning and it was like way worse and uh we got under there and started looking at things and uh i think i posted it on instagram but there was an enormous crack about six inches on my rear trailing arm from the lower bolt all the way up to the hub 
and then two other cracks. The more we took apart, the more cracks we found. Jesus. And we were going to run it over to have Carlos weld it, my new buddy. <laughs> and uh, it, it we started, were ready for you. It started to seem like it was more than a quick weld. And then we were thinking, let's skip the qualifying race mm -hmm. today. We don't need that. We don't want to die. But in the rain tomorrow, which is expected, um, it'll probably be okay. Mm -hmm. So let's just throw today and hope for the best tomorrow and get rain tires and go down that route. Um, and then I happened to be at one of the meetings and I asked Keith Kramer, hey man, just by chance, do you have a spare rear trailing arm? And uh, he said, I got one for a DA. And I said, that's exactly the same as a DC. <laughs> I'll take it, man. And he took me to his trailer and handed it to me. And, awesome. Yep, we just moved everything over. And, and it, I mean, that qualifying race, I was not ready to go out, but started on the front row, got in first for a flash. And um, then, yeah, I, I didn't like have the right tires on the car, so mm -hmm. we fell back, but we ended up in third. Um, so I mean I'm 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 thrilled that we made it out and you know have a great opportunity tomorrow to to maybe even improve a little bit more. And for those that aren't familiar with Laguna, we're on top of a hill. So when um, Baker's saying that he would come over to Carlos, we're like literally in like a camping spot. You could hear the crickets and everything, but yeah, yeah we're out in the woods. Right yeah, now. It, it's very campground uh, fireplace story like feeling, and it it's kind of like a weird like i don't know it, it feels like going up and back from like both of our grids because we have to do like a loop uh we can't go like yeah. one one way back um yeah it's a journey to get to the actual racetrack <laughs> <laughs> yeah so how has that been because uh, of course this is very smooth uh, uh <laughs> yeah i mean I, I hope that they don't only repave Laguna Seca, but these campground access roads because i mean there is i i should have talked to you about it but there's literally like one path Sometimes you gotta drive on on kind of just half the road and avoid these huge bumps. And then my splitter bottomed out the first time I made the turn at the bottom. I mean, seriously, I've timed it, and we're, they're very serious about speeding here. It is five minutes and thirty seconds from my spot until I'm I'm at grid, obeying the, the speed limits. But I mean that, and that's driving your race car the whole time. Yeah, that's not that's not easy, and I mean. It that's just how many people are here this event yeah. is massive you can make it in three minutes if you don't get caught speeding <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. i timed it i mean uh, we'll have to check the integrity of your splitter but <laughs> but yeah these uh roads are very campground like yeah like it's kind of like wild how, how this yeah, set up is. Yeah, you're three-wheeling on your way out of here, just <laughs> making the, the U-turns in the 90s. I didn't even notice in my SUV. Uh, okay, <laughs> Range Rover life over here. Yeah. She was on descend mode when she was coming down the hill. Yeah, we're all like uh, slammed uh, on these hills, and it, you know, of course Carlos is able to get up the little curb and uh, side for it. I knew what I was signing up for when it comes to the roads here. <laughs> <laughs> So, is this your first time coming here? Uh, um, no, I've actually been here multiple times. Um, I uh, was pit crew here in 2015, and then also had um, when I had my I had an automotive transportation business, and I had multiple transports up here as well. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately, I still have never driven the track. Really? You yeah. you haven't even gotten a chance to like ride with the new pace car because I know that like. I think it was Mary Adams. Uh, she got a ride along in the new GR Corolla. That's the official pace car. I don't do well passenger. Oh. For uh, mostly motion sickness. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but um, but yeah, one day you know, hopefully something works out for me and yeah. I'll be able to drive. I'm I'm working on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like regardless, I know you're gonna be quick out here because this is. Um, kind of in your wheelhouse. I know that you're not not going to be struggling to get up to pace. Well, I've, you know, obviously I don't have the experience here myself, but I've talked to a lot of people mm -hmm. um, for the past couple of days, and it's it seems like it's definitely a track that experience plays well into. Mm -hmm. A lot of character, a lot of things that you can use to your advantage. Um, so yeah, as, as a driver, I would, you know, hopefully love to be able to get some experience here mm -hmm. someday, but... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, obviously, it's an iconic track. Yeah, I mean, this is a IMSA track. I know that Carlos with the caddy livery really has a soft spot for this place. <laughs> yeah, I've been 
pretty fortunate to be out here a few times mm-hmm. uh, with work, uh, working for race teams, and then race out here. Uh, I think this is my third or fourth time racing mm-hmm. out here, but I've been pretty lucky to get out here a few times. And yeah, the like Carlos said, the experience plays a plays a pretty good role. Um, it's um, what I always tell people: it's it's a rhythm track. Like you got to find the rhythm. Mm-hmm. The uh, the, the curving has this rumble to it, and when you go from curve to curve, you get this rumble that kind of builds this sound hmm. rhythm, at least for me. And and that's that's how I know I'm doing it right because I, the rumbles come in sequence to me because the uh, the way that they coat the curbing here, um, mm-hmm. I forgot the the name of the, the the founder of this, but there's a specific coating that they use on the curbs here and mm-hmm. the, the green stuff. There's a lot of grip on it, so you want to be on the curbs on exit. You want to be on the curbs on entry, mm. and when you find that rumble rhythm you start to really flow here and hmm. and at least for me that's that's how it's always worked out and is that like something that you've found like in other tracks or is this like completely no this unique? is the only one yeah, yeah this is the only track that's, that's and you know not that it's my favorite or anything yeah. it's just this it's unique in that sense have you had any experience with that in any of the east coast tracks uh, uh baker i'd say like new jersey Thunderbolt is a very, um, you hit the curbs and it's it, the first one, two, three, four turns are all to the right. Mm-hmm. And all of them you're kind of either hitting and then exiting onto the curb. So yeah, it's rhythmic like that. That's interesting. You, you did mention that before here and um, I have not found that rhythm yet. <laughs> Carla said that, uh, experience definitely does pay off no matter how much mm-hmm. Gran Turismo or uh, um, I racing I did mm-hmm. to, to try to get this down it, it is very different it's very physical um, so yeah I, I mean I, I need to find that rhythm I don't have much time left to do it but we'll see in the 45 minutes tomorrow what I can figure out yeah I mean I'm I'm gonna be excited to be seeing you guys out there I mean just from what happened today in uh, the race quality I mean that that was that was wild that was yeah. pretty intense and I mean yeah, it's exciting, but it's also kind of sad to see, uh, what was it? Uh, Burger's car, yeah. So yeah, what Burger. happened in H2? I was a little busy in H4, and I didn't get to watch a race, but <laughs> I heard it was pretty exciting. There was contact. There was, uh, I saw an H2 car busted up on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah that was... Uh, uh, what happened? I can tell you from my perspective how okay. it went. So, uh, uh, on the, for qualifying, it was uh, Scott on pole. I was on the front row with him, and then... Alex and Crick, and those are kind of the four cars that Mm -hmm. pulled away. Um, So uh, took the green, Scott led, I was right behind him, and then um, on the last turn, turn 11, I got him. Um, I kind of sliced in and uh, um, got the lead for a little bit and uh, held it, and I kind of made a little boo-boo with my bad tires in uh, turn three, I believe it was, and Mm -hmm. I I didn't want to... I was content letting a, a car buy or something, and I saw, I think at that point, like, Crick was right behind me. And I was like, I'll let him go, and I'll draft him around. And then, sure enough, I look, and uh, Scott's right on his bumper. And then, um, so two got around me, and uh, when that happened, I kind of did an apex turn four. And then uh, um, into six, I went with Alex. Um, so I went from first to fourth in about three turns, which is pretty disheartening. Yeah. Um, Stayed with them for a little while and uh, eventually got third back with uh, Alex and I touching a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, then and Scott was just in front of me and we kind of hung out that way a little bit. And then all of a sudden, um, Crick just locked up, saw tons of tire smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, his left front suspension failed. Uh, I've heard different rumors, but essentially just looked like something like the strut broke. Yeah. And um, it, it knuckled the whole wheel assembly underneath, twisted the lower control arm, and Jeez. a really nasty crash. And I, I guess I've talked to some of the, the other guys out in Mid Atlantic, and this has happened before. With that chassis? I was just going to say the same thing. It sounds very familiar there you go. to a 2015 really? story Honda Challenge H2, I believe it was. Oh. Okay. Jeremy Crusite. Same sort of thing. Okay. You guys remember that or? No, I was completely. I was just. I was right behind him when he when that crash happened. Oh wow! It happened right in front of me. Yeah. Same thing. Um, 
front suspension complete failure. Yeah, right front collapsed. And yeah. he just went flying off into the wall. Yeah. Not yeah. sure what causes this, but it seems to be a common issue yeah, upon scary. a challenge here. Yeah, this track is pretty tough on the cars. There's a lot of G-loading. You, you mean you're flying off the rumble strips the, yep. the whole time? Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of, uh, like, come through the corkscrew, turn eight. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what, what toasted my my rear trailing arm it's just a lot of you know you're diving mm. two stories and then kind of hitting a, a bank mm. almost and it's catching you and you're full throttle like it's it, there's yeah just you're really twisting nothing. the car pretty nasty through yeah. there i mean you feel it you know in the yeah. car it's a, it's a wild ride you, you, this is not a track where you would want to have you, you definitely want pet containment seats here because oh, your yeah. head's bouncing and getting pushed left and right yeah and, well, um, from what we know, he's in good condition. So yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's, he's not he's not too badly banged up, but obviously the car's not going to be out for this no. next. No, so I mean, it ripped the brake line and everything just sheared the whole left front suspension assembly clear off the car. And and uh, the the other weird thing is, they had a local yellow, and I'm not I'm not trying to like bash the corner mm -hmm. workers or the control guys i mean they, they had their reasons and they probably had better insight but i, I fully expected a, at least a double yellow or a mm -hmm. black flag and that that never happened they just did a a um you know a standing yellow there for a lap or two and then we stayed mm -hmm. green um the rest of the time so yeah kudos to them to figuring out how to make that happen i still don't really fully understand it but yeah uh, i mean he was way down into the gravel pit and it was like right at the wall but then again if one car makes it to one spot on the track it's likely another car especially in the heavy braking zone so yeah 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 i didn't even notice for the first two laps that he was out there because i was just getting after it and <laughs> as you're coming down that hill you're looking yeah. left and he went off to the right yeah and they kept waving a local yellow and i kept wondering why is there a local yellow there's nothing going oh, on wow. here yeah. about two or three laps later i realized oh wow there's a car busted up mm -hmm. over there and that's why we have a local yellow yeah. so yeah to your point yeah that it was kind of weird how we didn't go full course caution mm. yeah i think maybe because it was like cl closer to the end of the race maybe it was it was pretty early. It was before halfway. I want to okay. say maybe it was you know four, three or four laps in. It, his suspension didn't last very long for yeah. an HPD built, you know, brand new Civic. Yeah, that's that's kind of a a really tough thing to see a, a failure like that. Like we, uh, I'm sure Carlos can talk about hub failures. Uh, <laughs> All the time. My car wasn't built by HPD. Yeah. It was built in Peterson's <laughs> garage. Okay. But, I mean, like, anytime you have a mechanical failure that takes you out of the race, that's really rough. So it, Yeah, it's pretty disheartening. Yeah, yeah. so that that's that that really sucks. Well, yeah. Especially crashing after a mechanical failure, too. That's yeah. worse. I'd rather, you know, not be able to finish the race than crash the whole car. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, I I didn't see the crash obviously, but I saw the car in impound and it looks pretty bad. It looks pretty beat up. Yeah. And it, and the irony is, and I mean, I feel I feel really bad for him, is he was kind of walking around trying to find someone to to potentially buy that from him, and um, oh, like he was kind of trying to find it a good home. Okay. This obviously kind of changes the the story a little bit. Yeah. I, I feel I feel really bad for him. He's been nothing but nice and helpful to us. Uh, mm -hmm. I wish him the best, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll try to figure out some kind of future for that car and uh, mm -hmm. get him to be a happy race car driver again. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's wild. Also, I think uh, Dai Win um, had an incident uh, with a brake failure. Uh, I don't know exactly what the failure was, but he went off in turn three yesterday. And it was oh, okay. Bad. And I, we actually went to dinner with him, or we were at dinner with him last night, and mm -hmm. he kind of sounded like he had high hopes of running today. He, he was one of the few that brought rain tires. Yeah. And uh, I expected him to run tomorrow, and I guess he found some more broken stuff. Yeah, I, th I think um, he didn't bring spare rotors, and he has a kind of a unique uh, brake setup, so... Okay. I think he needs uh, like Corrado, uh, Scirocco rotors. Uh, I've seen that kit. Actually, we use that in the endurance car. The, uh, the, the yeah, the EF has that brake kit that uses Scirocco the, rotors. Yeah, Integra calipers. It's an odd one, but mm -hmm. it works pretty good. I'm sure we could source some one of those Mini mm. Cooper kits out here. We, yeah, we, we, we kind of offered to help. Like I, I said, I have some spares that maybe you need, and he, he kind of sounded like he, mentally, 
he was oh, really yeah. good and like he was just kind of done and content giving his rain tires to Scott and just kind of like calling it a, a, yeah. a week, you know, which which stinks, but I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Texas came out with full force. Uh, SoCal obviously didn't show up. Uh, a lot of uh, drivers, even though we we're, we're local here, uh, we don't have any. Yeah, we don't have H two. Yeah, so we really just uh, we're relying on Marcel, and that's kind of a, like a lot of pressure to put on. Yeah, it's not even an H two car. It was an endurance car that yeah. I think last minute he buttoned up. Yeah, so like it's pretty much a. Uh, Baker versus Texas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, it's all you. You ever seen those hats that say Puerto Rico versus everybody? <laughs> We're going to make it when it says Baker versus everybody. <laughs> I'll wear that hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that that's uh, that's kind of an interesting um, like scenario that um, has arisen. Uh, obviously, you know, we had to split honda challenge into h4 and h2 so there wasn't that many that many slots open for more h2 people from mid-atlantic to come so that's kind of unfortunate but yeah yeah, man you're you're like literally representing all of mid-atlantic no pressure and i think you represent the northeast since you're the closest one to yeah there you go that too that's no pressure no pressure just the two biggest Honda Challenge uh, <laughs> fields in the nation. Well, let's just call it the entire half of the country. Sure. Yeah. The other, the other half of the country. There you go. I don't think the pressure could get any. Yeah. What is it like? East of the Mississippi. That's you, baby. <laughs> that, that's <Yeah>. you. <laughs> yeah. no, and the guys, I got I gotta really um, shout out to them. I have gotten more text messages in the last 48 hours than I, I think I have the rest of the year. Combined. These guys have been. FaceTime calling me, texting me, um, calling me and helping and sourcing parts and mm-hmm. reaching out to other people here. It's, it's, my, my phone is just exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really Everybody's sliding this. in your DM right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all males, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay in California. Totally okay here. <laughs> Come down to Long Beach, I'll teach you something. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's been great with their support and do have high hopes and uh you know i really wish some of the guys could be out here and mm-hmm. you know, it's more of a team effort which mm-hmm. may have changed the dynamic a little bit like texas mm-hmm. has you know a handful of people in there sharing rain tires and uh you know making you know four ca- four cars out of five kind of thing mm-hmm. that, that's that's great but um you know i think next year at pit race it's not maybe the choice that everybody wanted but mm-hmm. um i think mid-atlantic will you know we, we will find a way to represent that one and the northeast will obviously show up so oh, I, I will sure. not be the uh the one guy the one guy there the chosen one (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what are you what's like your biggest takeaway so far from uh driving uh laguna seca versus um you know doing doing laps on like sim uh i mean like i like i said earlier it's just it's a lot tougher to figure out Mm -hmm. um like watkins Glen. I, you know, I feel like most people can figure that out in a, in a few sessions. Um, VIR is maybe a little bit more tricky, but this one is, is probably uh, a track that, that a lot of people underestimate, myself included. And I feel a little mm-hmm. silly at this point that I didn't spend more time on the sim or watch more videos or talk mm-hmm. to more people that have been here. Um, Andre Hartanto has helped me out a lot with oh. videos and coaching. Awesome. Um, and uh, that's been a big help. Mm-hmm. Without him, I would probably not be in the hunt for the win. And, and I really appreciate oh. um, how much he's helped me driver develop just since I've mm-hmm. shown up. Awesome. So we were talking a little earlier, and there's something that you're like looking into that for a while, uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> uh, Obviously, this is a not a visual media, but uh, Baker's pointing to the c- tires that Carlos is, uh, has out here. Um, but for a while, you were calling these uh, the balloon tires, and we're talking about the oh, my balloon tires. Uh, <laughs> the two twenty-five fifty fifteens is kind of the standard for Honda Challenge over here in uh, SoCal. There's a story behind that. Okay. 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 Go. So the only reason these are a standard is because back when I started racing Honda Challenge, I was so broke, I was still paying for school and living in a garage. 
I used to buy used tires from some guy in Ohio and he'd ship them to me. And for some reason, all he could get was the 50 series, the balloon tires. And I thought they looked goofy the first time I put them on the car. I'm like, man, what the hell is this? Like a 70s Trans Am car? <laughs> but, but it's all I could afford. They were 50 bucks a pop. So I started running these 50 series tires. And one day, I think Eric, one of my crew guys, measured them. He says, hey, dude, these are bigger than the 240, than the 45 series. They're wider. I went, really? And... So we get out there, we race in them, and we start winning, and not because of the tires, but we were just doing things right at the time, and mm. we kept winning and winning and winning, and some of the other guys said, hey, man, he's running 50 series, so then they all jumped on the 50 mm -hmm. series because they figured that's the reason for it. 50 series, challenge. Because you copied my style. But, <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. I don't um, know. I don't think no, I was, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, I tested both, and I there were some things about them I really liked. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they, they work for me. I'm not saying they're the standard and everyone should, but they they do work if you do the right things with them. Yeah. So that's a possible thing that you'll be looking into bigger? I mean, I, I, you know, again, I feel like I'm a, a broken record here. Chris has tried them, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's something that I think we need to maybe look a little bit more into, especially mm -hmm. on the longer races. Um, so... You know, we'll chat some more. I got a pair at home. I didn't bring them. Um, the car isn't set up for them anyway. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, I, I was talking with, with my crew chief earlier today and mm -hmm. already got plans for uh, doing some, some testing in the fall. And that's good. Really starting to just see. And, I mean, we'll, we'll, that, that's what this is all about, right? Like, mm -hmm. there is no answer for a certain car. It's every every car is, is a little different. And uh, we got to at least do our homework. And we didn't do a great job, I feel like, up, up until now. And, it's, we're getting caught out a little bit, but we'll, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Well, and actually to add to that, to your point about, if, you know, basically it might work for some and might not work for others. Um, kind of just depends. I mean, I, I could say at least for me, in some cases it worked for my car when I ran in the 50s, and for other cases it harmed me in other ways. Um, but mostly for me, just with the gearing that I was running, right. um, the 50s worked out well for me. 45s were faster for qualifying, um, but you know, it's just mm -hmm. kind of a balance, right? And my overall package with the 50s was a better race platform for me than uh, the 45s. But I don't know if that's necessarily the case for your guys' car, because I think mm -hmm. you're, are you running the B series? Yeah, I mean, Lee, uh, he's one of the fast guys in the Northeast. I noticed at the last event, he was running that same tire mm -hmm. and uh, I was kind of thrown off um, and uh, he did really well so I mean I, I even before I got here mm -hmm. and after we talked on the podcast uh, I kind of had a little bit of a hint mm -hmm. that I may not have done all my homework but this this has made it very clear that we at least need to try them like you're saying maybe it won't work but I at least need to put them on the car and evaluate that they don't well, yeah, I mean, you have to weigh your options too, right? If they're, you know, maybe in testing, if you're going for a lap time, if that's your overall goal, then maybe it won't work for you necessarily. But if your goal is to last 30 minutes and how does the car perform at the end of that 30 minutes or, mm -hmm. you know, it just depends on what your most important goal is there. Then I think if you, you know, possibly do some testing in that sense and yeah. have an open mind with it, it may or may not be the better platform for you. I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, and the, I, I do want to mention too, uh, for this track, you know, you look at your phone, mm -hmm. Southern Southern California on the on the on the beach, <laughs> you know, fifty to seventy degrees each day sounds really cold and cool. Mm -hmm. Tires won't be a problem. We we brought some narrower tires. I mm -hmm. kind of thought that was going to be the key, and uh, I, I have never seen such a huge change in tire pressure throughout a session mm -hmm. um, as I have here and you know for it being 70 degrees out it gets really hot and mm -hmm. the tires fade very fast mm -hmm. out here. and that was just something that was not on my radar at all no sim is going to tell you that yeah yeah and I mean this is exciting to hear that just you know experiencing you know talking with Carlos talking with me and getting like a little bit of our data points can affect like something that you are going to be interested in trying out and you were mentioning lee i believe it's leland wamble yep yeah i mean dude there's a reason why he's uh what was it uh 2021 uh he was their regional champion yeah yep. and i mean he's he hasn't uh i don't think he's won a race this year 
but he's so consistent. Like, he yeah. goes to every event, and he's, like, constantly up in the top three. So, Leland is no joke. And, I mean, you're, you you went out to Northeast right before you came over here. So, yeah, I mean, they're him and uh, Ronnie, they're both, like, no joke. They yeah. They have a good program, and they're just good drivers. Yep. Yeah. yeah, if I <coughs> may add, Jonathan, um... You, you were, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. You said you didn't do your homework. There's no homework to do but to come here and get yeah. the experience, get the seat time. Um, yeah, man, I, I think you're doing all the right things. It's just, and I think it'll come together for you tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I hope so. I mean, I, my, my dyno guy had four different engine combinations <laughs> on the dyno in about three weeks. Uh, I, I went through so much oil, you know, trying to just try different combos, and mm -hmm. we got really hung up on the motor. Um, just unreliability and things not working out um, so it it was just a, a wild ride to this point and, and, and I guess what I'm alluding to is some of the things that I maybe could have done to finesse a better package coming here I didn't I, I just kind of assumed that my generic summit point VIR mm -hmm. stuff was going to be very close and uh, I, I just wasn't quite on that but yeah I appreciate the uh, you know humbleness of <laughs> you can't be an expert at a place you've never been to before either yeah I, I mean, it, it's really hard, and um, I remember in the podcast with Graham uh, how he talked about how this track is really two tracks kind of merged into one, yeah. where you have banking and then no banking, so you can't really have a alignment that's going to be optimized for the entire track. Yep. It's going to be like kind of a compromise. Yep. He, and I remember that's exactly how you described it in his podcast, and I mean, based off of what we have seen so far, that is right on. You, you can choose... You know the first what is it four turns mm -hmm. or kind of the back half with the elevation change and all the all the catches with mm -hmm. the camber and stuff yeah absolutely uh for us we knew it was a compromise coming into it we it's always been that way uh what, what i tell because i share the car with steve um what i always tell him and we we agree on is let's not get too caught up on the the tire data obviously let's make sure we're not burning up a tire but let's find something that feels good Mm -hmm. Like, don't get too caught up on the data. Let's just find something that feels good, makes us confident and comfortable. Because when it comes to race time, it's not necessarily about that lap time. It's about just being confident in there and ready to battle that whole time. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of what we chase. It's a feel thing. Yeah. And because you know the the two track thing is is very real. Yeah. So obviously you're going to be hard on yourself because I've from what I've talk to the other mid-atlantic guys they have a really high representation of you being very um just data driven and also being very focused on results and yeah. i think it was <laughs> I, I like how that was just like yes <laughs> but yeah chris had uh mentioned that like how how much preparation you put in there so of course i feel like if you're not getting the results you want right now you feel like you're not you know yeah, you're right on. Uh, on you're not as prepared as you can be but like you were saying earlier you feel like you're driving as good as you can be given your circumstances and your car is performing as good as it can be for the circumstances so yeah. at, at the end of the day that's really all you can hope for yeah i mean the type r motor that we put in which is kind of like what we've all agreed on out 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 east is kind of the motor to run is is definitely not the issue that we're having here um i'm, I'm really happy with that and uh you know I, I think having having my crew chief here you know he's only this is only his second event and this <laughs> is uh you know not a <clears throat> a typical second event for a crew chief to come, no. come to. yeah so yeah it's it's a lot but uh you know again we'll just see what happens tomorrow yeah tomorrow's gonna be really wild i know that carla had like a <laughs> one hour meeting about what's oh yeah oh. i uh lit some fires on accident today guys <laughs> <laughs> oh boy tell us more <laughs> <laughs> give us the cheese man well you know there's just so many moving parts to run an event like this and um I forgot how many hours they said it took of planning leading up to this event. I think it was like four, five thousand hours. Oh my gosh! Combined yeah. efforts from everyone that works at NASA to just put this event on. Mm -hmm. And 
still there are always so many moving parts that have to be figured out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, something like I had was just a simple, you know, hey guys, like, let's game plan in the morning. You know, things get kind of hectic in the morning. Let's see if, what our plan is. And um, I think it, perhaps we're on the same page with that. Well, that turns into an entire, well, that involves you know this party and that involves mm-hmm. this section of nasa there's oh, turns out that it involves like almost every section of nasa jeez <laughs> so now i'm i found myself sitting in a room with all of the most important people of nasa <laughs> little old me you just got this person here in the pits but um yeah so it just goes to show you like how much goes into putting on an event like this far more than i can ever imagine mm-hmm. and yeah it's just it's it's cool and it's crazy being a part of it. I'm just a small piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I, even for me, I'm like, this is, this, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and we got to give uh, credit to NASA for trying. Like, you know, there's other organizations out there, and, um, you know, some of them like to just kind of set at a, I guess, a comfort zone and not, not try and push. And for NASA, for as big as they are, and for as long as they've been around, uh, for them to try something new is... No? No, Steve? No? Nothing? Nothing? <laughs> That's the uh, famous Steve Peterson walking Steve by. Steve Peterson, yeah. The the, the beans and dog... Uh, ringleader. Co- ringleader, there you go. So, Steve, you're going to be words. driving tomorrow, right? That is correct. So, what are you looking forward to the most? I'm just looking forward to winning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just a pretty big event. And mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm looking forward to my car working good. Yeah. I mean, we, I, we I literally so. like been working on this car all, all today with like little issues and whatnot. So you got new yeah. calipers on there. So that's yeah, no, good. You have no idea. That's what I was explaining to somebody earlier. That I'm serious. I know we have 400 hours into this car since the last time we raced it because we didn't even race the last two races. You know, we just blew it's them off. Just, and uh, it's been a lot of work. Uh, you want to talk about our engine dilemmas? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, just we can't find any parts, yeah. any blocks. And so we pulled this one out and refreshed it. Um, just put in new main bearings and rod bearings and some rings and oh gosh yeah we kind of had to do it ourselves we have to backtrack a little bit we uh we've been paying an engine builder to build us race engines and they've been bitching uh so when we took our last engine to him he contacted steve and said can you please sell me this engine i have a customer who'll pay whatever you want for it steve says no we're not selling the engines because you can't get them anymore and he hits him up multiple times please sell me this engine we said no they're not for sale we we can't get them anymore the next thing we know dude goes mia with our engine it goes missing and it's three weeks before this race and we don't have an engine and we can't figure out what to do and no one builds this n- yeah no one builds this you can't find them they're vintage racing <laughs> vintage engines at this point <laughs> easy young buck but, <laughs> but uh yeah so we're not engine builders i've never done this before steve's never done this carla also uh wayne eric we've never done this before we don't know how to build engines so we had to figure it out and we steve and i ordered parts online they were the wrong parts we assembled it and it wasn't rotating very well and dude i've never done this before and uh luckily carla called a friend uh henry at two-step motorsports drag racer from southern california and we uh, yeah he he volunteered and it's like what is it 11 p.m one night he's yeah. wrenching at his shop he says bring that thing over so i'll check the tolerances and i'll make sure that it's right so we drive over there middle of the night and he pulls it apart says this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong and he happened to have the right parts in his toolbox and he assembled the bottom end for us we'll put the crank in and took care of the the rod bearings for us and again i don't know what i'm doing with any of this <laughs> yeah we would have failed yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't pretend to know any of this and so yeah he guided us we ended up building the rest of it in steve's garage and the day we took it to the dyno we were mortified because we're like dude we're so dumb this can't come out right 
but you know here it is it's not as fast as the engines the engine builder used to build us but it's it's you know luckily this track if you can carry momentum you can make up for it other than the hill but yeah it's uh good enough to win today i guess so it's yeah. good enough to win tomorrow. Yeah, it better be. Yeah. <laughs> Standards, buddy. I'm yeah, down. You guys have fourth gear tomorrow. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and then our, our transmission is broken, and we drive with the, our left hand holding the steering wheel, right hand holding the transmission. It's mostly fourth gear corners for our car. And so, yeah, it's a one-handed deal. So that gives you an idea of, like, how determined... Carlos and Steve and Carla and the entire team here at Beans Dog is to come out here. So if people think that it's easy, it's not. And obviously Baker will tell you the same thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, th this is uh, wild. I'm super excited for tomorrow. And yeah, I think with that, um, I think we got a podcast. Um, I'm going to let Baker uh Get ready for, because um, you're you're packing up early, right? Yeah, just trying to get get out of the rain. So yeah. Yeah. So that that's why we're, we're hopefully, hopefully it rains tomorrow. We got <laughs> rain tires and the other people don't, so that'll give us an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Originally, I wanted to get like everybody uh, together, the Texas guys and uh, well, the non-Texas guy essentially. Hey. <laughs> but. Um, I just wanted to get you like on uh, before we. You, I just wanted to give you enough time to like clean up and get ready because tomorrow's going to be. He's kicking you out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got four days of driving home, so Fun. hopefully it's with a smile on my face. Fun. But it was great being part of this you know, mm -hmm. with the SoCal guys and uh, all the Texans. Yeah. Fun. Well, if I may add to that, Baker, I think you should drive home with a smile on your face no matter what happens. You put in a huge effort to stay yeah. here. Yeah. So I think yeah. Agreed. No matter what happens tomorrow, I think you should be yeah. happy with everything you put into it and if if i may add I, i've been one of the ones that pounds on nasa for not doing a good enough effort in their media they've put on a tremendous effort this yeah. weekend this yeah. is a huge huge step up from anything i've ever seen out of nasa mm -hmm. it's not perfect but they're trying and yeah and, and that's key. and i think we're moving in the right they're moving in the right direction then yeah. following along but but yeah it's pretty awesome shout out to everyone at nasa because yeah. uh, this has been the best event so far yeah i mean that's true yeah it's awesome we didn't get a lot of love during our qualifying race. That's <laughs> what, what I heard from people back home. But, uh, you know. I tried, I tried. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is why we got to get all the Hondas together. Yeah. There you go. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. And with that, guys, I will see you next Monday. Thank you for everybody that showed up today. And uh, looking forward to what the results will be for Saturday, uh, Sunday. It's race. So, yeah, you know who yeah. I'm uh, rooting for. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> and with that, I'll see you next Monday. <laughs> All right, guys.